Okay, hey guys, and welcome to this week's episode of Don't DIY, which is my independently broadcasted program focused on profiling local artists in and around the Philadelphia region. Uh, I actually just want to I want to start off and say thank you to those who have given me positive feedback on the show so far. I've gotten some positive feedback, and I appreciate that. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that as I continue to pursue this podcast, the content and just the material gets stronger, um, and I think it will. Um, and again, if anybody wants to be profiled for this show, you just have to send an email to don't DIY show at gmail.com. Just send me an email and then we can talk about that and we can, we can get something going. Okay. So today is a special day, uh, because I'm going to be talking with two very musically prolific dudes. Uh, I've known for, I think seven years, um, around seven years. Sounds oh, right. But seven it makes uh, me feel old because it's 2016 and i think i met zach and brandon around the same time which was during in kutztown when i was in college yes yeah Sounds um, about right. so their names are brandon hardy and zach graf uh and i'm gonna i'm gonna be talking with them at the hardy household where they are graciously letting me host this this show so i appreciate that so brandon and zach thank you for being on my it's my pleasure my show couldn't be happier great so I actually kind of just want to start because nobody knows. Uh, I just want to see, like, what, what are both your names? How old are you? And where are you from? Brandon, let's start with you. My name is Brandon Hardy. I am 27 years old, and I grew up in Berks County, Pennsylvania, and uh, spent most of my life in the area. I la now live in Schuylkill County in the woods, away from everything, away from everybody, and <laughs> <laughs> for example, Zach has to drive upwards of about well hour and a half if traffic's bad two hours i'd say that's just fair. to come play music with me so well he's in the area i'm in it only took me an hour and 20 minutes hour and 20 120 no that's not bad but yeah but yeah it's it's brandon i know you live out i lost all my friends we, <laughs> we you guys moved south i moved north and it's been hard to to get together with people so every time i get a chance to see everybody it's always nice i know I know it's it's I don't get to come up here enough just because you live so damn far away, but it's always great to come see you and your beautiful wife, Karen, and your beautiful daughter, Cassie. Yeah. Hope, yeah. Hopefully you don't mind me mentioning their names. No, the absolutely show. not. Um, Zach, it, how about you? So I live in Westchester and okay. I did I did grow up in <laughs> in Berks County. OK. Um, the county. Close to Brandon, actually. Did you guys go to the same 16. school? We did. You bet. Yep. It was a life-changing moment when I was being kicked in the back of my chair in German <laughs> class um, by some asshole <laughs> who turned out to be amazing person. So, oh jeez, oh jeez. <laughs> um, okay, so that's cool. So you guys met. What, what, do you know like around what year? What year? What two thousand four, five, five, something like that. I think four. Yeah. Okay, sounds right. Yep. Deutschklasse. I had just gotten my driver's license. No, actually, right. I no, 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 no. It might have been two thousand three because I didn't have my driver's license. Your parent, your mom used to drive us to yes to uh, practice to band practice. And when we would have a show, and I forgot all the cords and power and cables, and she would drive <laughs> a bag of cables out. Yeah. At the silo, the one time I well, it happened more than once, but I forgot all the band's cords. No cables. And we were on Nothing. stage, and my mom was pulling in the parking lot as the sound guy at the silo, Actar, was like yelling at <laughs> us to, to start. Us out. Actar from Actar Studios. Yeah, we didn't yeah, sound check yeah. or anything because we didn't have any chords, so we had a professional start <laughs> to our music careers. <laughs> yes. 
it's okay because my first show with you dark forest i forgot all my symbols everything so didn't I you have stuff stolen once too yeah i did at was the, that uh, ever resolved that was in westchester too at the <sighs> note that's no note, no but right. actually that was great because i it gave me the opportunity to get better stuff yeah but yeah oh, that's all a my good symbols i also at. had like a field recorder one of those h4s that got stolen too the note was a bad i don't know if you remember that in westchester but that was kind of like a i never went through the door hold on a sec okay you had an h4 yeah there's an h4 in my closet i don't know i sold them i actually i put them in a goodwill mark you left your okay just uh full disclosure here mark left his jacket and emily's purse <laughs> on my back porch when the rain started it that's and not that word, but i am thinking that the h4 is that what it's called it's Mark, like the, Mark like left it at your house. Right? Like a little, he left yeah, it at no, your house. I didn't leave that at your house. I had that in like a symbol case where I took to the note show, which you were at. Okay, so it must be somebody else's because oh, be. I've had it for a Mark while. Mark can and be I'm forgetful, really sure though. I wouldn't from. be surprised, Mark, if that is your age four. I, no, it I, might be I, Eric Keller's. I think it is Eric Keller's. Okay, yeah, uh, it's not. I don't know who Eric Keller is, but it's definitely <laughs> not mine. Well, he's just he had one a shout-out. Eric Keller! Might be his. doesn't matter. Where you at, bro? Tell me where you're at. Yeah. <laughs> okay so yeah no so i guess around 2004 i just said yeah no yeah by the way like yeah, eight times i heard it um <laughs> i hear it in my sleep yeah <laughs> i hear it when i wake up in the morning when i'm driving i just hear the echoes of a gm bro and yeah no yeah all yep. day every day that's yeah, so no, lucky yeah. you yeah, you know no, the yeah. day that you pointed that out to me changed your life it kind of changed things because yeah. i remember thinking like i do talk i don't know what that is but I say that a lot. Yeah, habits. And it yeah. means nothing. Everybody Here's the has thing. Habits. Yeah, no means no. But mm -hmm. yeah, no. <laughs> yeah means absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, so 2004, you guys met. But 2007 was a special year because that's when you started Origins. Mm -hmm. True. Yeah. Talk I feel to me like, about I Origins. I feel like we did just skip a very important part. I mean, we, we were never more dedicated to a band as Thoreau's dictum. True. We that practiced. Was the first one. That's once what it was called, Thoreau's week. Dictum. Yes, At that least was our first once a week, probably twice. We were very dedicated in that band to. We were like, I've never been the kind of person who likes playing shows. Never enjoyed playing shows. A little stage fright. Why? Yeah. Why? Is I, that? I don't know. I'm not a not a performance artist. I like recording music and writing music, but I don't like playing it over and over again. And I especially don't like playing in front of people. But Thoreau's Dictum. I don't know something about that. I got comfortable doing that, and I was never able to do it since. So, Thoreau's dictum was very special to both of us. And that was before yeah. 2007. It was. I'd uh, say 2005. A little crossover sort of, there. Yeah. We, <laughs> right. We did a little bit. We didn't just end one and start the other. We we broke Thoreau's the band up on the track. Out. On the track at gym class. I talked <laughs> Zach into splitting the band up because we wanted to do other things. And, <laughs> and we had, you know, uh, he and I were were really into it and... We couldn't get it, what we wanted out of the other band members anyway. So. That's not a shot at them, though. I mean, Wait, we had who, a great, was, who great else was in Thoreau's Dictum? So a, a, a gentleman by the name of Sean Skabelik, who went to my school as well. And great Brad, bassist. Brad Swimler. Oh, okay. What did, they, what did everyone drummer. play in the band? I, I don't even know what you guys played so in that. I played I keyboards. Yeah, and I played guitar. Oh, okay. Uh, Brandon sang. Terrible. No, I will. Uh, I'll be <laughs> the first to admit. I, think, I remember you doing falsetto. No, no, no. no. It was actually, I sung a lower register. Yeah. I, yeah, I actually, sung my some, actual kinda, real voice know, in that. Jim Morrison -y I was very Good. undeveloped as a vocalist at that point and nervous as hell on top place, of it. But 
I you were the only one that was brave enough to do it. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't about to sing. I was, I was awful. Do you My you really? <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever heard a single recording from that. It's on YouTube. And yeah, it is on the tube. But there's a MySpace page for it too. A MySpace page was, for it. Yeah. I'm sure it's still there. I, the internet holds everything for eternity. So true. I think, yeah. There's. Yeah, I think I remember there. looking up stuff, like on Pure Volume. It's still there. Everything. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Pure Volume? Yeah, of course. Yeah. We, do. we have stuff on Pure Volume. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Origins has songs. Oh, all right, cool. Yeah. Honestly, the Origins band. I I didn't like. I was like, oh, okay, where am I gonna find Origins? Because I remember him showing me on this weird pr- prog rock website. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember that website that Origins like the band the CDs used to be on? It was like this pro- progressive rock website, and it was like a site that looked like it was from the nineties. No, it had like multicolored no like progressive rock heading on it. I have cool. And it, it gave. It has this like. <laughs> It, no, it has this like crazy background, like this really in depth background. Man, I have no idea what you're talking. Yeah, hey, that's amazing. Yeah, like you should really that. you should look into it because it was interesting. Because I was like, okay, I want to find some stuff on Origins. So that was Band the first camp. thing. The first thing was that, yeah, and it was um, we were trying to sound like Pink Floyd. Ah, Thoreau's dictum was a Pink Floyd. Oh, Thoreau's dictum, not Origins. Yeah, not Origins. No, no. no. We were um, obsessed with Pink Floyd. We I would go to Zach's house in the summer especially pretty much nightly he would come to my house i'd go to his and i had a cabin on the property where i lived at that point and we would go down there basically all night playing and listening to pink floyd and writing stuff but we'd end up at zach's house brewing coffee all night yep and no drugs no alcohol just Just straight pink floyd all night echoes and yeah, Pink Floyd, Pink Floyd. It's very Floyd. impactful for us. During Throws Dictum, so that was like 11th yes. grade. Yeah, that was you. our thing. Yeah. That was what we did. And Aldi Mayola. Land of the Midnight Sun. <sighs> that was the name of the, the Aldi Mayola cassette that we used to listen to a lot. There were no vocals on the whole album, except at <laughs> one point there's one line some guy sings yeah. about the Land of the Midnight Sun. It, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> so they were probably just really coked up. Oh, Aldi. man, the Land of the Midnight Sun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, but that was, again, during just your Thoreau's Dictum, Pink Floyd, yes. Echoes, Coffee, We're no really drugs. getting caught up on Thoreau's Dictum. I yeah, guess we yeah. can move on from that. I, I, I'm, no, I'm glad we're talking history. this much about that because I have literally no information on it. Ancient and I couldn't find any, you, uh, there's no recorded music other than YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Not really. I mean, we, yeah, we had some live, we did live recordings that were done by Actar yep. at the Silo. Ten dollars as an album and sold to like Which is Mike, that, Mike Radke. Mike Radke, yeah, exactly. He, who... Yeah. He charged us what twenty ten or twenty bucks. Twenty five, it was twenty five to had record it done a few an album. Times and pick the best track. And the quality was not really that bad. Well, no, he had a good studio because yeah. they well, actually. Well, no, it wasn't the studio. It was the silo. It was at the oh, silo. Okay. We would play a show. Yeah. And it was decent. And so we didn't mean to put out a live album, but in the background of all the songs, you hear like people whistling and talking and stuff and yelling. Yeah. And well, then it was like a live, it was like live album. You know, we they weren't the... yelling, cheering, or anything, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I up the Pops Blue Ribbon Course Light! <laughs> <laughs> Can you give me a cigarette? <laughs> none of that actually happened. <laughs> okay. Okay, actually, so let's, let's move on thing. from Thoreau's Dictum. Yes. I know that was a seminal point in your I, life. I am going that to make it. we met, so okay. Yeah, yeah. move on. Cause it's we'll never speak of it again. Yeah, let it rest. Yeah. Been, <laughs> the dictum's done. Okay. Rip. But that's when you kind of got together and decided that you guys like playing together. Exactly, and shared a lot of music and yeah. and laughs and uh, arguments and all you know all the things that go with being an adolescent. Yeah. And trying to cope with that. High school. High school, exactly. Right. <laughs> <What a> weird <laughs> time. Yeah. But then, but then you started Origins, which 
that's how I got to know you. Mm-hmm. Right. Because yeah. Vadim, Vadim, <laughs> he, oh, he's the one that was like, Zach, you need to meet my friend Zach because they're looking for a drummer for their band Origins. And I was like, oh, okay, like, what is this crap? It's probably not good. Because <laughs> I, I don't know Zach. I don't know any but of you guys. you don't know anything about And it was coming exactly. from Vadim. I was like, okay. So this, like, go ahead. So, and then, so I came over, and it was a it was one of the best days of my life. Huh? I came over to Brandon's <laughs> house. That's right. I think we well, had a Biggs fire. Was not, at that time, you know, the the original bassist was not playing with us anymore. Yeah, so Adam we Biggs. And so it was Adam Biggs, you, Matt Held. Well, well, Matt Held, he, he was in... <laughs> cameos recordings right he, and he, he never actually, actually sat down and practiced with us it was the recording process he he went to penn state Bur- or uh, penn state the main campus the main, oh okay so main. he wasn't around when we were writing and recording except for like here or there he'd come to town to visit parents or something Brilliant musician oh my god yeah he's, he's really he, wrote, he, he did like stuff. he did like a musical with you an opera and oh, i couldn't yeah, find yeah. anything I it's on youtube clips of that is it it's on youtube it's called who's that jim and that's a story for another day. But <laughs> Matt Held would come down and he he'd play keyboards on a couple of things that we did and Yeah. Very, very he talented on every we, instrument. We were trying to exploit his his roads. He had a, an actual roads, not a oh. not a synth with a roads tone. He right. had a roads. Or some like MIDI a case like keyboard. a like a like a MIDI roads. Right. But it was yeah, he had the real deal, so And that's why you liked him because he had a roads. No, but that was what we were, we wanted him to put that on one of our songs, that's, and then no, he did other no, stuff no, too. No, 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 no. That's why we liked him. Because <laughs> yeah. nah, jeez. Now uh, Matt Held is Good he's friend. in California right now. He is a very successful, just a all around smart guy. I wish he lived back here, but he's I keep in contact with him quite frequently. Wish we could be making music with him right now, but. The way she goes. Right. I mean, you can do stuff over online. People do yeah, it. They, they write parts send and send back them back and forth. and forth. Yeah. That's true. It can be done. I know of a band that we played with that did that exclusively, and it worked out really well. I don't know. It doesn't seem like <laughs> a lot of fun, but it, 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 it works for people. It could. Long distance. Um, so, okay, Origin started in 2007. And again, so I the roster was Adam Biggs, who now does – he's in Rivers of Nile. I he's know. huge. He's, yeah, he's, he's a megastar. Yeah. Oh, he's on, like, he's on, like, Metal huge. Blade Records now. Yeah, uh, Metal yeah. Blade. Right, he's on the. He's the actually touring this summer, I think. Um, again, you know, they they tour often. They tour. I, they tour. Very a successful lot. for what they're doing. It's I never liked the death metal thing. Never could get into metal in general. Right. Closest I ever got was when I was like thirteen, obsessed with Metallica, and grew but out. You can of it. see because the stuff but he's playing in it, you can see why he's like really into it. Oh, yeah, because he's, he's an amazing bass player. It's insanely yeah, ridiculous technical. what they play. The <laughs> right. speed and the, the just the amount of notes that is hit in a death metal song and everything. It's it, amazing. It's I probably mean, the singing that always kept me away from yeah. it more than anything. But Right. They're the he, nicest guys too. I, I know I knew the Didn't you guys play with them once or twice? Or once did, at Reverb. YYDF yeah, we went to that. We went to that. Didn't we? I know you that. guys did not go to I was there. Brandon, you haven't been to a show since I was Kutztown. at that one, man. Were you? Yeah, the reverb with Biggs playing you yeah. Oh. I'm yeah. sorry about that. But they're on tour with like Cannibal Corpse and stuff yeah, these are. days. Yeah. Like, yeah. So that, that's <laughs> really uh, big. That's good. But yeah. Nice, nicest guys, though. I like mm-hmm. They're very nice guys. And they're good at what they do. So, Well, really actually, good. here's something. Here's a little inside baseball. Yeah. Adam Biggs has been in contact 
once again great friend from high school oh, right. i yeah. i knew adam for a long time before any music was played the I used development to, the development i used to be somewhat of a bully <laughs> in high school i'd bully people and yeah, like a, in a fun way you asshole I, they, friendly i was friends whoa mike's tipping oh. i was friends <laughs> with my my bullies and Biggs was one of them where I'd always whistle the Star Wars theme at him because he, he wore really a Star, Star Wars, Wars shirt once. <laughs> no, he wore that sh- Oh, maybe maybe he wore it more than he once. He may have but worn it just once, but he did like it. That's how I met Adam. Mm-hmm. Is I lived in the same neighborhood as him. He went on the bus that I went on, and he had a Star Wars shirt the one day. And forevermore, every time I'd see him, I'd do... <laughs> so, so uh, that so you bullied him like I briefly bullied Zach in the beginning of the show, which you crucified me for. Yeah, well, not crucified, yeah. that's extreme. I, I bullied got... Zach when I met him too. Like he said the earlier, chair kicking, the chair kicking. We yeah. had German class together, and he was sitting in front of me, and I would kick his chair like rapid kick, like death metal double bass, and his chair would just inch forward really fast, side to side, like <laughs> shuffle forward, and he wouldn't turn and look. He would just head straight forward, chair going. Yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> and I did it a, cu- a couple times, and he was in Thoreau's dictum at the time with Adam, oddly enough, full circle. Right, so and Adam, a backstory to Adam is that, is that I've known him since I was like five when I moved to this area. Um, well, Berks County, where I grew up, he was my first friend, so. Oh, okay, so you've yeah, known him for a while. he lived like right down the, the road, so. Yeah, so, okay, so he played bass in Origins. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, 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 yes. And it's cool because I was looking at these records online and I found uh, y- you only have two records with them. That's Anthrosex and Effigy and The Architect While You Sleep. Both Correct. ridiculously good albums. I remember well, coming over you. and you and Zach showing me that and be like, can you play drums to this? And I was like, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, it was really, really, really right. well done. They were recorded like... They are. They Zach's, recorded Zach's really... Drumming. I mean, Zach stepped into the kit for that stuff. He, yeah, the drumming would, still keeps up. It's still phenomenal. He would dabble <laughs> in drumming here and there. Like when we would have throws dick to practice and we'd finish, he'd sit down and play a little bit. And we had the drum kit in the cabin at my house and we'd record some some silly psychedelic stuff where he'd drum. And then when we did Origins, it was so fast paced and progressive. And he really just fell right into it. The fast fills and uh odd timings and stuff and we didn't do a huge amount of the timings and everything but just the way he fell into it was awesome and i don't remember where i was going with this thought exactly <laughs> but uh so mark was commenting on the um oh about mark drumming i wanted to say obviously you're being humble for all the listeners who don't know mark <laughs> Jeez louise yeah how about it <laughs> it's like a hurricane he yeah. rocks like a hurricane <laughs> Jazz trained, but progressive. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. Now, my land here for f- uh, rhythm. Oh, my. Just... It's one of those things where it's like you. Oh, stop it. You I guys don't, stop I don't it. even know if you know what you're doing when you're playing drums. No, your, <laughs> your arms just start going, your feet go, and it. And that's it's it. Just blistering. It's and, one thing that we always talk oh. about where it's, you know, people who are classically is that the right way to say it classically trained not exactly maybe you were jazz trained yeah jazz trained because like if i classically i mean the the different (coughs) time signatures and all that just becomes second nature so you don't have to think about the next fill that you're going to do you just know it's whatever it's going to come out is going to fit well i got to practice a man just like the rest of but that's another thing it's more of just like a a general practicing of it it's not like okay this is the fill that i'm going to do yeah no drums i fell into got really into them early on and just my (laughs) my dad was the person that really made me stick with it thank goodness anytime i've heard you sit down like just (laughs) you sit down behind my kit you come over you sit down and you just mess around and it's like you're putting on a clinic (laughs) (laughs) it's it's insane 
Okay. Well, and then I- when you leave, when you leave, I pull, try to play like that for like three weeks afterwards. Just like I'm gonna do a Mark Phil. <laughs> yeah, oh mas- no! Yeah. You, you mastered them though, because I no just, way, man. You just what played the hell me some stuff that about? was just it was as good as anything I could do. Oh, I'm telling you. And no. you know what he just said? I almost find That's that insulting. <laughs> no, I almost find that because it's such BS. It's, it's <laughs> really. I understand a compliment, and that's going too far. No, it's not. It's not. And Zach was Zach is a great drummer, and I just want to let's 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 listen to a clip from the Architect While You Sleep because I want don't break my eardrums. No, I'll try not to. I'm going to bring on, this in DJ. slightly. So this is uh, this track is how do you pronounce it? Dual Dual Carnayin. Okay, I don't and know. It's some It's a religious found... figure. It's a religious figure from Islamic faith. Yeah. Well, the song is about Muhammad. Okay. Okay, the let's, let's take a quick listen to that. Oh, no, no, this is track one. Huh? No, yeah. man. Yeah, this is, this I is don't know my one. own songs. This is track this one. This is track a song one. about Alexander the Great. It's about Alexander the Great? Yes. Okay, well, let, let's take a listen you to it. You threw me for a loop when you said it was Islamic. No, it's... Well, that, well, th- like, Dul Karnian is a religious yeah. reference. Um, which is so interesting, because actually religious in, references yeah, come up a lot in the early stuff. There stuff. is a track about on the album about... About the Prophet Muhammad. Yeah, track yeah. three. Yeah. So let's just well, let's take a listen to that. That's that's really cool. Thank I you. mean, it was, who's singing Thanks. on that? That's your that's, brother. That's my br- my older brother Michael and me in the background. We layered a lot of the vocals on the album, and I sang backups to him. And it's actually a uh, we were just drinking at the cabin one night, and I think me and Zach were talking to my brother about music and stuff, and we just kind of came up with the idea. Is that how it happened? I think we, we wanted somebody to not have to worry about anything about singing. Yes, I didn't. We were still trying to play out at that point. I didn't want to be the singer because, first of all, I'm not. You were writing really intense guitar parts. Yeah, I'm not good enough at guitar and singing at to play same, yeah. what I wrote and sing 
what I wrote at the same time. Yeah, because so. a lot of the stuff in that, there is odd time signatures, mm-hmm. and it's complicated, and there's a lot of production on it, too. And I wanted to ask you about, what's Apollo's Lantern? Like, what is that? Because I see that on a few different Studios, records, right? and it's like a studio, but what what is that? <laughs> well, okay, so Apollo's Lantern. <laughs> Brandon mentioned earlier that we used to go and record <laughs> some, like, when I first started playing drums, we would record these, like, silly psychedelic songs. Called um, Apollo's Lantern. And the, the project was called Apollo's Lantern, and we were into very early Pink Floyd at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, Sid Barrett era. Yeah, oh. so that's what we were... But at any rate, that's where it comes from. And then we just sort of... We liked that name, but yeah. we didn't want to... You know, the band... It sounds so, like, 60s psychedelic, but it's cool yeah. for, like... You know, it was always us. Well, so actually, no, there's also... behind the computer, mostly him doing the production, but us arguing about like oh should this you know let me let me put some reverb on this and it's like no let's not not there maybe <laughs> over here There's we it's it's expertly recorded we were both very are, are both were uh, <laughs> mars volta yeah and and uh, yeah that there's a lot of omar rodriguez that, lopez had a little thing at the bottom of one of his albums that said that it was recorded with like the mobile oh i remember this well, i forget what it was called but it was something oh. mobile studio, but it was like a goofy name. It was a goofy name. Is and that okay? I, so that's what reminded me about the Apollo's Lantern. Well, I was like, this reminds me of the Omar. I called it the Apollo's thing. Lantern <laughs> Mobile Studio. I actually did not know that, but all right. Yeah, that's what I'll I, take that it. Was it. I make just like Omar's uh, older records had like his record. I don't know what it was. It like it, in in my mind, it felt like a device, like this machine that like recorded <laughs> their stuff, which was a really cool yeah. kind of. I felt that was a cool feel to it. So well, he was a huge influence for Origins. Well, not just Omar, but Mars Volta at the Drive-In, especially our first Initially album. Initially, it was yeah. We were the first Origins album was at the you, Drive-In. You were interested in like punk type stuff, yeah. like just the, in your face. Yeah, I guess. I, I think at the Drive-In was really the only kind of yeah. hard stuff. Like at that time, it was still Yes and Rush and Zeppelin and Pink yeah. So Floyd it was just we injected that into it. Was just it Mars Volta and at the Drive-In. Yeah, I mean they were a big influence on me too. Early oh on. yeah. When you hear that, it kind of just blo- like because it, it's so different than everything else. So different at the time. At the time. So. Well, at I the mean, think about it. When you're in high school or when, whatever age you are, but you're listening to progressive rock if you're a prog rock person and which we certainly were. you're listening to stuff from the 70s or l- really late 60s up through the maybe early 80s and like some rare cases right and then deloused in the comatorium hits you like a ton of bricks and you hear that just like this is they just picked up Right where it right left off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was perfect. That's a good way so, of putting it. Yeah, they sort of and so But they added gave, their own, like they evolved it. I always felt like they evolved it. To, to latch oh, onto. you know what? You know something what? new. So we weren't just like, yeah, let's look at the, listen to this old nineteen seventy one King Crimson album. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, here's <laughs> this new thing that Right. Came out. It was cool right. to see something new well, that was doing this doing similar stuff. Something that prog rock for me always was lacking was the charisma of say a Robert Plant or something. Right. Like the the front man aspect of it or the rock and roll True. side of it a Jim Morrison or something. Yeah. And with Omar and Cedric and the big hair, and I've seen them live numerous times. It's mesmerizing that it's like they put on a rock show, but they play Prague, but they, yeah, Yeah, so they was the best of both worlds and they were a huge, huge, huge influence. And I'll be the first to admit it that I was, I don't know if I'd call it criticized or what, but the early days of (laughs) origins, we would get comments online and stuff or, People yeah. would just blatantly to your face tell you, it sounds like Mars Volta. And I always... Yeah, what a compliment, though, to it was, be able It was to, bittersweet. It was always... Bitter, I, I, like, I can understand I that. Yeah. But but the stuff, like, actually garnered the same emotions that Mars Volta was giving to me. 
which is tough to do. You can't just yeah, pick wow. up a recording equipment and do that. I mean, my favorite track on that album, which is that last song was from um, The Architect While You Sleep, which is that came two years after Anthrosex and Effigy, which mm-hmm. was in 2007. And then and Architect we were working on it the whole time. I, I, can't, I was going to say, so the two year gap there, you was just it writing was, that new. Yeah, it, it took us a long time. Yeah, some of the stuff we had even been working on while we were doing the first one. Right. Like we, there were a, a song or two that we were playing then um, that we didn't really finish or anything, but we were messing around with. Yeah, track four on that album is my favorite, Quetzalcoatl. Quetzalcoatl. Okay. Quetzalcoatl. Yeah, probably plenty of <laughs> That's one. That's one thing I actually want to listen to really that quick. That story, the story behind Quetzalcoatl, is one of the coolest stories in history ever. If listeners get a chance to look it up, they should. It's so that's Mesoamerica, Central American deity, right? <laughs> well, yeah. uh, Feathered yeah, spirit. They, and they had a prophecy, from what I understand, of the uh, armageddon basically the end of the world coming the giant bird the the death from the skies and they saw the ships coming in cortez and the spaniards yeah and they the sails on the ships coming over the sea the wings of the bird and they brought the extinction basically of those cultures and it's fascinating that's fascinating and the vibe from the song kind of like it's cool that that kind (laughs) of represents the vibe of the song let's listen to that she'd play the middle part <laughs> yeah the, 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 I, I would like to and here's the thing i'd like to play all of it yeah. the songs are long though it would be a three hour yeah i could do go. the whole thing hey, it was hard to pick like the a point to come yeah. in with that because it all it all was good but those Jeez. so with i think with um you know <laughs> the song you just played was really where we sort of uh, hit our stride we found what we were looking for yes or at least we felt as though we did i i'll I'll say it that 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 song that you just played is the best origin song there. You think, there was. You think so? I think that one, we were very proud of that one. Yeah, it well it, it has it has hooks. It has it's hook. Yeah, it's a song. I mean, a lot of the times we wrote music up until now, 
there weren't often hooks and choruses and verses and stuff and not that there's a problem you can make whatever music you want to make and right. we, that's what we did but we never really had songs and that was a good one but it still had the darkness and the progressive side of it and the, right. the parts and the middle part and but it had a hook everyone loves a hook yes i i i've grown to love music with hooks so much like yeah. i've grown out of listening to the jazz fusion and stuff that i used to i used to love listening to herbie hancock and it's not that there aren't hooks in that kind of music it's a different kind it's but a different yeah <laughs> yeah it's but honestly from the first one anthrosex and effigy i the 11 vertebrae necrosis is a really cool song mm-hmm. i'm gonna listen to that right now okay <laughs> What's that? Was there like a little hook up in the end? Yeah. I don't know, man. I was just thinking that whole time that I was playing, we got to get Biggs back. (laughs) (laughs) What are we doing? Um, Oh, man. That had a hook too, though. I I mean, that song is really good. (laughs) We could just, I'd be happy to sit and listen to both of those albums. I know you would. (laughs) I know you you would. would. Yeah. I know you would. I'm notorious for making people sit down and listen to my music. Yeah, but I love doing it because it's good. (laughs) We've never tried to market our stuff aside from a couple MySpace friend blitzes back when we were in high school. Like, <laughs> I don't know what we thought we were going to accomplish by getting 3,000 friends taking five nights to click on 3,000 people. Like, that was going to be the breakthrough. We actually did find some cool bands, meet some people doing that. But And that's yeah. what was cool. All in all, cool I wish that. we would have spent more time on music at that point than just clicking on MySpace. That was ridiculous. But we realized after that that, I mean, you put your stuff out there and uh, – I I, yeah. I don't know I don't know you yeah, yeah, yeah. you can make an effort without going too far you definitely can well that's not the way to do it you know legal adder MySpace <laughs> app <laughs> whatever it was but I mean that was the thing you guys never really advertised this stuff no and never. when I saw Brandon he and you know we were actually on the radio in Belgium Belgium Australia uh, the Netherlands 
Albright okay. College. Right. <laughs> <laughs> a couple college stations. Um, right, you guys yeah. have made it as far as I'm concerned. No, wow. we we, we yeah. actually the Netherlands I, and Albright College. I mean, we we that's pretty much the pinnacle, right? Yeah, there. we got out on a couple radio stations around the world. Got probably I didn't one. Even know this. this yes, is you did. Yes, you did. I guess I did. You did. <laughs> you knew. <laughs> I don't know if they me. played the song once and some drunk I need, guy I in, want my in Australia heard the song and was like, "Oh, crikey, that was good!" <laughs> That's I, I made it. I made it at that point. Nice. That's when I can set uh, down the guitar and no, rest easy. The f- most frustrating thing to me was like here, me and my group of friends were trying to like make music and go and play out, and here is Brandon and Zach, and they're like, "No, we're gonna make this amazing stuff," and I don't, I don't really. I don't really need people to hear it. We mm-hmm. just we're doing it for ourselves, well, and I yeah, love, I, I, pre- I appreciated that a lot. Seems like a good way to put it. I can't yeah. speak for Zach on this, but I suspect it's a little bit of the truth for him as well as me that I do this for myself. I make the music for myself. I always have. It's like I take all of my favorite things about everything I listen to, and I try to put it in one place. And that's all I've ever been doing with music. Is I, which is why I often end up working by myself too. It's uh, I haven't recently so much in the past few years had a kid all that jazz work more but it's really just for myself and the fun of working with someone like Zach the process the yeah. process it's all about the process and then the product for myself it's like if I can right. I mean you, I you've always said listen Mark I, I need something new to listen to so I'm gonna make I'm gonna write something that, that's it, that's always been your prerogative <laughs> you're getting boards of <laughs> what you're listening to too. and you're yeah. like okay well I'm gonna yeah. make something so I'm I can gonna, listen to that yes yeah. maybe a little bit yeah because it's not like there isn't an endless abundance of good music to listen to and to find and discover and all that and I'm sure there are a million songs that I haven't heard that I would love yeah. but there's something fun about doing it yourself and you say don't DIY, but I think it that's well. Here's the thing. I say so. I, I wanted to say that the meaning behind don't DIY is I support the do-it-yourself community, but I don't want people just to do it alone. I want to mm-hmm. help them do it. That's yeah. the point of the name. And I, you I, have. I kind of want to help bring that to the spotlight. So when I say don't DIY, I want you to DIY. But mm-hmm. let's have the DIY community kind of come together. I mean, yeah, I like that. It's a great concept. I, I liked because I want I want other people to hear how great how great this stuff is. So. I, I want to move on to because you go, you guys have both done a lot of solo stuff, mm-hmm. a lot of solo stuff. Brandon, you have like thirty five. No, <laughs> but well, Zach, l- actually, I want to talk to you a little bit too because you you have a lot of solo stuff out too, and I know you've been making music for a long time. What is your what's the process like when you write and record solo stuff? Where does the inspiration come from when you write your kind of music, and then um, because you have there was two really cool albums that you came out with. One was. Um, Words that appear on the paper as I write them, which was really cool. That has um, some spoken word on it. It does. Right? So we're gonna it's listen. All, yeah. I, I like to. That's we're gonna listen to a one. clip of that, and we're gonna listen to something from oh, the Problem of Induction, which was another really cool album that you kind of did. Um, and this this song, Landscape, from that album, um, Words that Appear on the Paper as I Write Them, is a really cool song, and it's kind of it's a way different approach than to what I've heard Brandon's solo stuff to be. So I want to take a, a minute and listen to that uh, a clip of That's that. That's a song. good point. Maybe I should talk about it. Talk about what, you might ask. Just about the way things might be in somebody's head. 
somebody's mind. But where do I start? Ah. So I've been sifting through old thoughts. I've been contemplating things past. So fast it seems life wanders. Where have I been, I wonder, in the foreground? All kinds of blood and we're full of fear of the future so near. Trying to shed a tear for the entire duration of the endless progression. So where does, like, when you write stuff like that, like, because it's more spoken word and I get a very, like, Doris feeling to it, a little bit vibe. Um, wh- where does that where does that come from for you? I feel like I've been robbed. I was obsessed for a little while recently. with... Um, it's a great album. Stream of consciousness type stuff. So, and I just like to... Um, with the words it's just it's just you know words that appear on the paper as i write them it was just the idea that i'm going to sit down and have a feeling and i'm going to put words on the paper that i'm going to write the words that that come to mind when i have a certain feeling right um and they don't necessarily you know it's not like i feel sad so i'm going to write the word sad it's just like it's just what you know it's it is what it is so okay, i put yeah and then i and then i would go back and organize them. but i i was obsessed with that for a while um that sort of the way of writing you know and yeah so late at night in a stupor kind of thing not not necessarily any kind of (laughs) intoxication but just you know right you're tired and you just you have weird i would do that stuff late at night a lot you know because you have the the nighttime is a weird time it is a weird time (laughs) especially late at night yeah your mind goes places and it's just yeah i mean who did the music on that me so you you did you did all the parts for that? Yeah, so it was a a beatcraft drum beat. <laughs> oh, don't <laughs> knock with beatcraft. Beat Do not knock beatcraft. I'm not knocking beatcraft. I'm just saying that's what it is. Yeah. And then, yeah. So and then just sort of improvised guitar over a bass line that I thought was interesting. Um, and there's this song on there called the speculative speculative approach. Um, really interesting song. I want to take a quick listen to that. I think 
So you're a good musician? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, thought all this time that it was all me and you were just riding my coattails, but that was, <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Um, no, it's really, though. Pretty Jeez. good. That was really good. Phenomenal. Um, if you want to know, actually, that, that whole thing, that um, that whole three-track EP, I guess you would call right, it, yeah. um, is inspired by a whole lot of uh, ridiculous, not ridiculous, but very, we would have these, like, I, I guess you call them philosophical, <laughs> amateur philosophical debates until, like, ridiculous hours. Girlfriends hate it. <laughs> the right, girlfriends sit there and be mad. We're uh, appalled. But they're still around, so. Yeah, huh? and one both of them, of them. You're married to. So, um, <laughs> so <laughs> this. <laughs> yeah, I guess it worked out in your favor. Yeah. But at any rate, that's what it, you know, we were, we were, d- we were, Brandon was really into empirical science, and I was reading about, it, I was reading philosophy and, we would have these debates, and so that's what it came. I was reflecting on that. It was completely inspired by Brandon, actually. It's kind of funny. Ah, not just musically, but cool. by those talks that we had, the whole thing. So, uh, yeah, Westchester, Pennsylvania. It's a nice little town, and we had an, a lot of nice nights there when I was going to Westchester University. That's where, I, yeah, I started visiting you when you guys were at your apartment. Yes, and that's when you started showing me your solo stuff, and that's that's what I want to talk to you about next, because you have a. A metaphorical shit. Insane catalog. A very big catalog of just. uh, I uh, before you get into it though, there is, there's some good stuff there. There's some great stuff there. There, that was a weird time in my life. Well, all I'm not gonna give details. The the Westchester. What I'm getting at is a lot of the stuff that I recorded is quite dark and bizarre and. It is, which creepy, is creepy, and I look back on it now, and I don't even sometimes know who the person is who recorded some of that stuff. Like, so you're I, not, you're I not can't happy, identify. You're not proud with it anymore. I wouldn't say that, but a lot of that stuff I can't identify with at all. I'll listen to it now and just really be like, "What the fuck?" Well, let me show you something because one thing I w- I I was uh, you were really excited about at the time uh, was an album that you and you said, "Mark, this is the first album I kind of did every single instrumentation on, including drums." Mm-hmm. Which was carbon dating. That I'd consider that my first solo album. And I did dapple and other things before, but this was like the first good thing that I did. Yeah. The first actual yes. And the thing is with that one, um Yeah, I mean that's the one that kinda reminds me of something like Soft Machine esque. Yeah. I want to take a listen to that. Or a clip of a Jazz clip. Fusion era. It was life. very jazz fusion and uh this song's uh called Civility Engineered. <laughs>
the part that the the first part of the song is just that long drawn out keyboard solo thing just like a minute and a half of the, the same scale soloed for a while the middle part i mixed it really loud so your volume on the computer is all right but my mixing skills that was my first like on computer audacity yeah, no, when recording. i downloaded the wave files they're ma- they're it's ma- yeah well that's how i thought you had to do it it's i was br- yeah. it's a brick of it's a brick of sound <laughs> yep there's no subtlety there and even the quiet That's parts sort of are a, a brick of sound. You did all the you mixed and mastered all that origin stuff. Well, this album was from that. before Architect. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. Well, Look, most of it was recorded. Got a historian over here. Maybe. Okay. I'm no, sorry. I, I may have released. You may have quote, released unquote, it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you've recorded it probably before that, but it was released in like 2010. Mm-hmm. I was working on. Oh, oh, oh hold on a second. It sounded we, like the the cabin. We the finished. Like yeah. The, the the drums were the cabin. Yes. But I finished it in Westchester and released it in Westchester. But I was working on that well before. Okay. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. In fact, I think I may have walked in on one of your sessions mm. or something. Probably. Ooh. Yeah. Sounds My hot. dick out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole thing was recorded stark naked. Drums played with <laughs> a boner. <laughs> I think I kind of walked in on that. Blood um, everywhere. It's brilliant stuff. My so friend. okay, uh, maybe that's not the track that you would pick. No, but when no, I was no, listening to I don't it, mean, I mean, I'm flattered that you've picked any of my tracks, to be honest. But um, there were six. That one tracks really on showcases that. your uh, versatility as a musician. Well, what I wanted to show um, there was just that you had done all the instrumentation mm-hmm. on it, even the keyboards, the drums. Yes, yes, yeah. and that's something so that uh, that Zach, same. Like I know a lot of musicians that can do everything, and it's really cool that you mark and you zach you could sit down and you could record an album and do everything and not everybody's got that gift that you can play drums and bass and sing and guitar and keyboards and everything. i, I can't and really then, sing i don't do anything well and mixing it all and <laughs> right. being able to, to have the follow-through yeah the wherewithal to do it all you know that's uh well it's i i think like i mean why do you do it it's you guys do it because it gives you uh, gratification a satisfaction I, from it it's just a hobby i guess it's like like i said <laughs> earlier it's something to listen to it's something to do and it, the reason i haven't done solo recordings in a while is purely the lack of time lack of time yeah you're busy and it's not even that m- i don't have free time i do and i use it on good stuff and stupid stuff waste of time stuff but sometimes you just gotta do nothing at all you know yeah Clear yeah you're not yeah, yeah you can't you can't really force <laughs> writing and recording yeah, exactly. you can't at all it has to just you have to be really into mm-hmm. it um you're just pumping them out and like yeah. this next one roll america well okay this album okay this this period Ooh. of time though 2010 <laughs> this is what i was referring to earlier okay this stuff is bizarre and it's like rural america is an album i recorded in basically one night and dedicated to bill murray that's, I that's wrote right, an album to Bill Murray. <laughs> I dedicated it to Bill Murray. Zach came and put some finishing touches on with guitar. So Zach's on this one on most of the tracks, I believe, playing electric guitar. That's, yeah, that's that's what my sources but, tell me. But this is one of those albums in that time period that I don't, I can't speak for whoever made this album. This is <laughs> I see what you're saying. You're in a different place, a yeah. very different place. And yeah. that's why we're going to bring it to light right now. So Let's this is do don't it. ask, Let's just do. do. The depth.
I don't care what you say. That right. is the coolest driving. <laughs> like I, I could listen to that for five hours. Yeah, and, you know, this stuff was going on, and and he would randomly, I'd be down for a visit, and he'd say, "Do you want to play on something?" And I'd say, "Yeah." I didn't really <laughs> care what it was. I would. I think I told you when we started this most recent thing that um, I'd follow you into musical hell. It's just <laughs> if you were calling me to record, I'm there. Do yeah, you, Zach's always I think said that. To Mark, me. you're kind of. Uh, You've done a lot of stuff with him too, so you you know what that's like. Yeah, I, you I know was, it's gonna be. You'll at least you know. You know you're gonna get something really really interesting and out it's of a, it. It's enriching. So. I'd like to point out that the album Rural America, all the drum beats from that were the, I didn't create them at all. There was this little drum machine yes, that I had. I remember that it had four pads four on pads, it, yeah. and one was a bass drum, one was a snare, one was a one cymbal, and another and like cymbal. a hi hat. And probably. you could assign some toms or bongos here or there. It's but it had great. eight preset drum beats in it, and <laughs> track one through track eight is the eight preset drum beats. <laughs> so I think that one was like the the march beat or something. So that was that that like that when I hear that in the headphones, I'm almost embarrassed. That's what I mean. <laughs> it's like I, I okay, it's interesting, it's fun to listen to. If you were stoned, it would probably sound awesome, but. Right You're now, I'm just kind of like, oh, and I don't, sued I by whatever company made that. <laughs> Yamaha, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't mean to bring up stuff that you would be embarrassed of. No, I'm not. Am I'm I picking not, all uh, the wrong stuff no, to no, show no, people? No, 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 um, because no, no. That first, no, no, not at all. I'm glad you brought that up because it's funny. It's a, He's it's just funny talking, and it, just, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of everything I did in I a way. I think it's cool. It's, I, but I, yeah. It's just funny that, I don't know. Yeah. It's Maybe good. I okay. So it's you a know, silly song. It it's is a silly interesting album. that uh, something that you feel that way about can be um, sort of impactful. I mean, you impact me some, enough to put it on your show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I listened to the whole Royal America album. Which is interesting because I you, know, you kind it. of thought of it as you were. It was sort of tongue in cheek. It was a yeah. joke. It r- exactly in, in one way. Mm-hmm. I, on the other way, you were. It's very I'm, serious to you because it's music. But um, but I think it was good, and I thought it was great. You know, I was really happy to be on it. I yeah, on well, it, I think so. actually your guitar on that is what makes it listenable. Right. <laughs> I don't. I'm not saying that. To, <laughs> I'm serious. Like it, the guitar textured it in an interesting way. Take the guitar off. Can you go back and play that track like 10 seconds of it? Picture it without the guitar. Seriously, <laughs> do that. Can you? Is I, that possible? Yeah, yeah, I can do that. Go back and just play 10 seconds and with your mind strip the guitar from it and hear what I had put together before Zach got there. And <laughs> that's what I was going to put out. But I was like, hey. Zach. Okay, I just realized the most interesting part about that was Zach's guitar playing. Yes. Exactly. Take the guitar out and it's just... No, honestly, it's really, really cool. And you're... No, the diversity in all the recordings, and I know that maybe you... Listen, I know that you went and recorded these things, and it's fun to just pump stuff out. Okay, well, how about this? So you came out with the last song before the lake, which was a little bit more updated, and then an album I really like, Glass Cannon, which is a dubstep album. Yes. Dubstep, no. Dub. I'm sorry. Not. I'm sorry. Not dub, dubstep. Yeah, dubstep. No. Not I'm a dubstep <laughs> album. A dub Featuring, album. Um, dub. What's that guy's name? Uh, Skrillex. Yeah, he's on it. That's what he does. No, That's what Skrillex no, does, no, right? No, 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 no. Wow. No bad blood, though. No. Fuck you, Skrillex. Yeah, I no, hate dubstep. I'm sorry. It's not dubstep. It's it's dub music, and I want to play a quick thing from is that. that. Yeah, 248, was... which is just the track length. Um, which is cool. I, I like that you did that for every single track. But these are actually really cool sequence songs. So I want to listen to them. Yeah, 
think fondly of that. Oh yeah, that's one of my favorite albums I've done. I mean, it's incredible. The it's Glass really, Cannon, really good. And Emily mm-hmm. actually did the artwork for that. All right, so so here's the thing: we're, we're getting we're getting uh, kind of we're getting kind of uh, close on time. Um, so I just want to get a couple things. What do you think? What do you think is it about that makes it so easy for you two to work together? And you guys have been doing stuff together for a long time. Common ground, I would say, yeah. And uh, you know earlier you were saying about how he sounds polar opposite from what I sound like with our music. And I, I don't want to say polar, but well, I do want to say just know, on different spectrums. I know what, what you meant. And I would almost say I uh, I don't want to disagree with that, but we've always you kind of been – We've always kind of had the same idea for – how drums should be played and how a bass line should sound and the groove. We're always big on the groove. And, uh, yeah, that is something that's present in both your material. That yeah. Group, it's the groove. Yes. It's, I don't know. We have a lot of common ground with what we listen to and what we like and the parts that we, we also just, we trust each other's ideas. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's a big part of it. That's it's what it's not was, like. Yeah. The yeah. stuff we don't have common ground on, we trust of, the other one's judgment on. Have, yeah. We both have big ideas. And so, we kind of just let each other we'll, we'll go with it for a bit because we trust where it's going and it always changes and it's always good in my opinion <laughs> it's always good it always comes out how we want it or surprised sometimes it's better than we wanted it i don't think we've aside from shitty songs for shitty people ever let ourselves down <laughs> do you <laughs> can you think uh, maybe I, mean, I think that was a worthwhile endeavor <laughs> oh, so yeah. to your point yeah that I was exploratory i feel like that's something that just you guys exploratory just as in plugging a bass and album. the guitar into the same little fender <laughs> x15 or whatever and turning the playing. distortion up smoking <laughs> some dope or something and till three in the morning yep oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the, the good old record button sorry yep. rob groff um okay where do you see future endeavors going what's the future for you two the future it for me and musically in my mind is will you continue to make music count jacobin i'm so excited about what we're doing and it's like we're gonna as long as you stay focused brand as long as you stay into it uh you there's no doubt i'm going to like i i i can say honestly i've never been as excited as i am even in the thick of it with origins even like the moment i met maurice with origins which was a high point for me with that this is this is it this is what i've been working towards it's it's exactly what i've always wanted to do and it's like i finally realized it if you know what i mean yeah yeah this, yeah it takes a long time to find your 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 groove or yes. your your sound i know i'm still still we're still i'm still looking for it and yeah i'm not saying i'm i'm there like this is it i'm once i do this album i'm done or no no but 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 you've hit you've hit this this like this role Mm -hmm. and i and you previewed some stuff before i got here and it's just it's like everything that you've kind of done (coughs) boiled down and simmered down well the concentrated great to reference something cedric bixler's vala said about one of (laughs) mars volta's last albums since i'm such a big fan of them and as are everyone in the room yeah and probably most of your listeners absolutely (laughs) Uh, <laughs> he said about their final album that it was like a haircut. It was like you cut away all. I don't, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, this is not what That's he said. Yeah, but he cut away. They cut away all the bullshit, the big long guitar solos and the progressive. Uh, and the yeah, crazy I think he referred to it as the, pedals the masturbation that they used to do. They yeah. used to just jerk off. That's what it was, jerking off on, on stage. It was awesome. But and it was awesome. It satisfied that time. But they, I, I'm actually, I might be referring to the previous album, Octahedron or whatever. But uh, 
they gave it a haircut and i feel like what me and zach are doing right now is a big haircut on what we did before where we would we would go over the top and like you said earlier the everything was recorded loud and it was just like layers and layers and layers and now it's we're making music we're making and it is two of us i do drumming he does bass we'll both do some other stuff i don't know we'll make it work but before there were like clarinets and saxophone or trumpets i don't know three keyboard tracks and seven guitars on a song and it yep. just it, it didn't it, it was a big sound and it was exciting and cool and fun to do but we're making music now we're writing songs and that's the point we've reached and that's why i'm so excited because i've never been a part of that on a scale like this i've done it here and there but never an album like this right i would say that was an accurate statement um so so we're going to keep doing this and i'm sure we have i mean i'm going to do other stuff um I'd like to lay down some more tied out and uh, Rick. I do some acoustic stuff. But I think you should. Yeah. And if we don't keep doing Count Jacobin, I'm sure we'll be featured on each other's stuff as always. That's right. All. Yeah. Music's um, not going anywhere for me or him. Okay. I mean, it starts with you two. It kind of ends up with you two. I feel like that's just <coughs> going to be a yeah. common theme throughout your life, which is I hope cool. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to thank both of you for talking with me. I know this is a little strange. That was fun. I. <sighs> One of those things, you, you're one of those friends, Mark, that every time you come around, I know it's going to be good. Because, like, the, how many times you come around, we'll make an album or, or we'll make a, a movie. movie for crying <laughs> out loud. You came over and put me in a movie. I was uh, I was in a movie I want you because to... of you and, and Emily and Jay and, right, right. Uh, and everything. But and well, I want you guys to realize that that's because involved, of how, but... how inspired I am from you too obviously i'm putting you in all these projects and mm -hmm. i want to be involved because i think you guys are great musicians thank you and it's a, it's just the moment of meeting both of you it was just i think very very highly of of, of you guys so um i want to end with two songs this first one is going to be from ty Dotton, which is zach groff's project which is great i've played with him live i've played our band played with ty Dotton on a few occasions and he's just like wonderful two, two shows or something yeah yeah um so this song's called restless through it's comf it's from his ep songs from the valley um mark's on drums in this i actually oh. i do a little bit of drumming drum work in this so let's, let's take a listen to that
is don't diy send me email at don't diy show at gmail.com you can find brandon's music on uh brandon hardy bandcamp type that MC in google mc squared dot bandcamp okay mc squared mc2 no mc in the word square oh, okay mc yeah. in the word square brandon hardy might work i don't know there, that was a domain name i don't know <laughs> right. it might, T- type it into google it you'll might find work. it yeah. and then uh, uh zach's project is ty denton at good uh, luck spelling that yeah, one yeah good luck uh, you know but you oh, search, search, for, search for Zach Ruff. <laughs> I'll put a post of that in the episode title on SoundCloud. You'll be able to find his and Brandon stuff. So, again, thanks, guys, for coming out. This last one's from Brandon. So, until next time, this is Don't DIY, um, and we'll see you next time. Bye.